Welcome back to the Photography Bay Podcast. This is your host, Rakita Weathers of Bell Rouge Photography and Shanika Roberts of Shan Roberts Photography. Awesome. So we are back with another episode of the Photography Bay Podcast. This week, we are going to be covering client expectations and experiences. So we're going to get right to it. When you think about client expectations, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? For me, customer service. What am I going to get for the service or the product that I'm paying for? And what is going to set the product or the service apart from using, let's say, a different photographer, for example, with photography, or even using a different studio instead of the photography-based studios? Okay. Um, when I think about expectations, I think about on the delivery side. Well, granted, all of that is included, but think about when, what are they going to get, right? So if I'm going to shoot with you, how many pictures am I going to get? How many edits? Um, all right, when you say you're going to send me a retouch photo, does that mean I'm going to look like a model out of a magazine? Or is this a light edit from Lightroom where you only did some color grading and you made me look a little softer? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. are you going to cinch my waist in and remove all my back fat and all that stuff too? That's a part of client expectation and understanding what they're going to get from you. And when they experience you, we're going to get on experience, but you just want to make sure you upfront, give them an idea of what to expect. I also think having that, that clear understanding when you have a conversation with them for a consultation or even perhaps having a conversation via email, giving as much details up front in the beginning. So it's not a, what about this? How about that? Or mm-hmm. I thought this. So for example, even if someone is going to book on one of our sites, it has a brief description of what they will be receiving as far as what the end package will be. Mm-hmm. For example, you may have two looks with six edits. However, am I going to receive all of the pictures from the gallery or will I just receive those six edits? And that's where the biggest thing for communication comes into play so that you're able to, one, continue having that relationship and just giving that affirmation to the client. Because again, they're getting in front of the camera. They may be uncomfortable. They may be uneasy. They may have a lot of things on their mind. So the last thing they want to do is be second guessing themselves on the investment that they just made. Mm, That's real true. Very true. So outside of just on the, let's say on the delivery side, right? And what you're getting, we talked about the upfront part. So before I book you, I can see on your website, okay, I expect to receive X, Y, and Z, right? Correct. Um, so yes, we know what the product slash service delivery is. What happens when I'm late for a session or if you're going to be late for a session? What should I expect? Um, what should I expect on the client side when it comes to rebooking or I don't know, let's just say traffic happened and I, I was late. How do you, what are your, um, what's your take on that? I am a firm believer in having very, very good communication. So if I know that I'm going to be late, I communicate that to the client as soon as I find out that I'm going to be late. Um, also, if the, if, the, if the client needs to reschedule, then the expectation is for them to, one, verbally give me a call 
and even send a follow-up email to say, hey, Shan, I need to reschedule for this date. Do you have any availability? Again, it goes back to that communication. And communication is something that no matter what industry you're in, it has to be clear and it has to be concise. Mm, Yes. So I have an example from earlier this year. Um, So I don't know if you've heard of my lifestyle-ish sessions. Um, I typically would sell them, sell the packages on Eventbrite. So you book your time slot on there. This is before I had my own, um, before I was using Acuity for bookings, right? So I would set it all up in Eventbrite. You'd have the description of what everything was, but I didn't give enough detail as to, okay, it said, let's say, for example, it was five edits per look, right? I didn't say what an edit was. I had a client come back to me. She wanted her hair flyaways gone, her nail polish done, her all every single blemish pimple. She wanted her, um, she wanted every roll of fat gone. And I'm sitting here like, sis, it was a light edit. Right. Mm-hmm. I said, you're not going to get that for this price anywhere. Like anywhere you go and shop. She just didn't understand exactly what I was selling at the time. But it was also my fault for not being clear as to what an edit was. So a lot of times you can go on a photographer's page and it says two edits or whatever edits, but we don't see the edits part defined. Mm. Perception of what edits means, it could be different from person to person. So to you and I, an edit could just be, I mean, let's just, well, either one, let's say to myself, to myself, an edit could mean I'm going to go in, remove your blemishes, do some color correcting smooth out your skin and that's it that's some easy quick touches that i could do in lightroom boom bam we're done to this client for example she wanted like a model retouch editorial retouch that's what she was expecting as an edit like legit come like this is something that would have been out of a magazine and i was really sitting there thinking like sis where did you get this idea mm-hmm. and that you were going to get all of that for this price I don't know. I don't, I don't know where she got it from. I ain't gonna lie. I was confused. And what, can I see a contract? And can we see, she wanted the nine. She wanted to see it. I'm like, since you booked this on Eventbrite, you, you can, you did not sign a contract. She wanted to go back and see where did I say this was only a light edit and what the definition of an edit was. Like this could have been a serious issue. It could have been where, where she felt I didn't deliver the service she wanted. But then again, it's at the discretion of the photographer, honestly, as to what you're providing. But you also need to be clear if you're the person that's given that service. So this was an example that said, Rakita, get your stuff in line. Okay, going forward, you're going to define this from anyone that's asking for how many edits and what that includes. Be clear. Even if it's not typed all the way out on your website, make sure you tell them if you have a conversation or a phone consult, define what that means. Because I see too many times that edits is not defined on a lot of photographers' websites. Mm -hmm. And it leads the issue of, okay, there could be uh, a misunderstanding. Correct. I know I just did a whole bunch of rambling, but when you think about it, when you go to a photographer's page, you see their work. You can tell if you're a wise person, you're able to see, okay, that was possibly a light edit, meaning they just did a couple things. Or you can see it looks editorial like it was fresh out of a magazine. Well, and the thing is, are you going to pay me editorial pricing? That's the other part. Sis thought, well, that she was supposed to get 15 editorial edits for this price that I was charging. 
And I'm like, where in the world did you think he was going to get this? You barely going to get one or two for this price. Seriously. Mm-hmm. If you went to any other photographer, you barely would just get one. Mm-hmm. Let alone you thought you were going to get 15 from me. 15? Like, I was sitting here mind blown. And I'm like, hey, you want a contract? First of all, me sending you a contract after the fact does you no good nor me. Because honestly, of course, you'd want to be an honest person. But to her, she didn't sign a contract. So if I wanted to put together a contract, send it to you, I don't know what good it's going to do because it's not valid at the time of when you purchase. You know what I mean? Makes sense. So I could have done something to protect myself. It won't be in your best interest. I mean, Mm -hmm. that would be the smarter thing to do. But at the same time, this goes back to practicing and when you're running a business being sure that you're thinking of all those scenarios that could go wrong and this was a situation for me where it went wrong and I had to fix it Mm -hmm. so you talked a lot on what the expectation is let's just shift a little bit to go to the experience Mm -hmm. okay what comes to mind when you think about experience if you're going if you're the consumer and you're paying to go get your portraits taken. Okay. Oh, I got good examples on this. Okay. As a client, as a photography client, not just the photographer. Um, so for example, when I had my maternity shoot, and I told you about this before, but uh, I had my maternity session. I knew there was a session fee, right? My experience was, okay, I'm going to pay this rate. Oh my gosh. I get to the venue. It was an in-home studio but it was an immaculate in-home studio. So from jump, as soon as I got there to the location, my experience was pleasant. Everything was, oh, the furniture, the the decor, the space, it was all so beautiful. It was a great experience. The photographer, his wife, they were pleasant people, very helpful. Um, but <laughs> when it came time for my review session, okay. two weeks had passed, right? Everything was great. We had a great session. Session was amazing. Review session comes around. I was hit with the surprise of that session fee wasn't it. Like, that's not including your pictures. So I didn't know as the consumer, nor did they share that information up front as to, okay, you're really just paying your sitting fee to take these pictures, but you haven't bought a picture yet. My experience was then shifted from this great experience to... What the heck did I just do? Right. Because I left out of I left out of there spending twelve hundred dollars. Wow. On a session I thought I was only gonna spend three hundred dollars on. This was me not knowing the photography business at all. And being a person like I just needed a photographer for my maternity session. Today I think about it totally different, but that person then, my husband had no clear understanding at all what was happening. He was just he was hot. He was mad. Like, what did you bring me to? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but my experience at that time, I, I wasn't happy anymore because I felt I had been like bamboozled into this situation. Like now they've shown me these lovely pictures. I love it, but I got to drop all this money to get it. So right. Which I felt uncomfortable. The expectations. the expectations weren't clear. And my experience at this point has now went from a great, happy, pleasant one to Lord, now I got to dish out all this money, but I really, because I really, really want these pictures. That's the thing. That's the thing, the emotional part. They were so doggone amazing that I felt I needed to, I needed to get them. So yeah, luckily, um, I ain't gonna say luckily. Unfortunately, my husband was mad with me for about a good two weeks, but I have a beautiful canvas on my wall. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it's hidden behind the bar now. <laughs> hidden. It's hidden. <laughs> he looks at it and gets bad memories. He thinks about how much money we paid on it. And then, yeah, so I eventually just set it aside. Only until we move into a bigger place. So, so for me, looking from the photographer's space, um, even before the studio, when I would do a lot of on-location shoots, from the time I got out the car to the time I got back to my car, it was all about the experience. And what exactly do you, do I mean about that is as soon as I got out the car, I will put my radio on Pandora out, Um, what is it, the Gap Band Radio, and I'm jamming. We're going down Piedmont Park. I have my my speaker going and it's literally getting the client into the mood, getting them into the, the spirit. Hey, you thirsty? I have some water, something, you know, it's 99 degrees outside in Atlanta and you want some water? Oh, absolutely. Exactly what they needed right during that time. And another thing is even with that experience, when you're taking pictures, you want to feel like you're empowered. You want to feel uplifted. You want to feel like I am you know, that woman that you're owning all of the pictures. And that's part of the photographer's job. It's not just to get behind the camera and just to snap. No, you have to know what the composition is. You have to know exactly what your settings are going to be. You have to make sure that you're getting the look that the client wants and not what you want, especially mm -hmm. if they're paid you for a service. And that all goes hand in hand with that experience. Even right. before you, they even have the, the session, the experience starts when they pay. Right. Was Even it before easy for they me pay. to pay you? Was it easy? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, no, just thinking about it. Like, that's a question. Right. If it's hard for me to find out where to book your services, that goes along with the experience. Oh, if I book you, do I get a follow-up email that's going to give me more information? Mm -hmm. You know? What to expect. That goes back to the expectations. So, it's so many different things that... We're just hitting high level view as far as what the expectations are in addition to what the experience. And now that we have this beautiful studio, the experience has gone to a completely mm. another level. Like when I say on something like I've never seen before. So I've gone to studios before and it's literally a studio. Backdrop. space. Yeah. Nice box. A, back, a backdrop. You have a stool here, a chair there. Here you go. Let's run it. Yep. Whereas this is an actual creative space mm -hmm. where every different room and every different piece of furniture, you're able to utilize it to come up with some amazing photos. You think about it, it's more actually built for the client experience as opposed to just the photographer, as in your classic studio where it's the blank space with the backdrop. Mm -hmm. It's more so built for the photographer to utilize. And then that's the photographer's job to make your client feel comfortable here. We're putting the client first in the sense that when you walk through the door, you get a vibe of comfort and you can feel the empowerment of women in Absolutely. this place when you walk in here. So, and then, oh, can you have, can I have a glass of wine with that? Like, we have that. It's yes, all, sis, you can. <laughs> We're at a white. <laughs> I'm a little parched. <laughs> um, you know, that all adds to the experience or having a space to come and, you know, get your makeup done. Not just crammed up in a corner in a little mirror, like you actually have a room for that here. That goes along with experience. When a, our clients have came here to the studio, we've got nothing but great reviews about how they felt about the space, how it lifted them up just from walking in here. It's bright. It's um, 
colorful. I mean, it's not a dreary place. When you come in here, you expect that you're about to slay. Your photographer is about to slay your shoot. And your picture's going to be bomb. And you feel it. You know that when you walk out the door. Period. There you go. Like, for real. <laughs> and then they just want to see themselves on the wall. They want to see themselves in a canvas or on the TV screen. It all goes to the experience. And, oh, I hope my pictures make it up there. I've had one of my clients say that. Mm-hmm. It's like, I hope my picture makes it up there. I'm like, yes, sis, it can. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it will. <laughs> so recapping, the difference between the actual expectations versus the experience. So expectations is made up front to the client based upon what type of style they want as far as the looks, if it's two looks, if it's one look, if it's six edits, having it very, very concise, but being very detailed. Mm -hmm. So when they do receive their soft edits or when they do receive their proofs, it's not a, well, what happened here? Or this is not what I thought it would be. And also with just the expectations, if I send you an invoice for your balance, for the consumer part, the expectation is that you're going to pay it. Yeah. And the last thing you would want is to take all these pictures, put all this work into it. We didn't even touch about that. And someone have a delay in their balance. Oh, so first of all, uh, that part, um, we don't leave this session without balance paid in full. Uh, th- that Well, that's my policy. I understand it. But some people, I'm just saying in general, I could pay it as well. But that's something. Why are you doing that? No. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I, I mean, I get I get there are different practices, but I want to say. So. But again, that's just preference. That comes back to preference, though. Yeah, I, mean, I, I get prefer, paid. I get paid. I prefer by the time you leave this session, or I really like to prefer before I power off this camera and start shooting, that, you know, all balances are paid. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I might wait till the end of the session. Um, but more than likely, before I power on this camera and start shooting, your balance should be paid. So for all our beginner photographers, this is something that you want to ensure you do not practice. Payment must be rendered in full before session or right after session. Right. We're not doing no days after talking about you got to promise to pay. You have bills to pay. You are running a business. I'm, I mean, we were talking about corporate clients, but um, would you treat a corporate client the same way as your portrait client? I'm asking you, Shane. No, money is money. You owe me. Okay. But at the same time, you'd have an understanding that the corporate client probably has to go through accounts payable or something and that you have an expectation, let's say within the next 10 days or so, that you'll be rendered a check or payment for your services. So long as we're clear on what we're saying, okay, port your clients, make sure you're paid up before your session or you know right after but also allow time for corporate clients to balance their books and whatnot. Right. <laughs> and experience. Yes. How do your clients experience you? Right? Mm-hmm. From start to finish, from the moment they book your services, or even before they book their services, did they DM you? Did they email you? Did they reach out to you in some way to find out about your business? From that moment, until after their session, that's the entire experience period. So making sure that you have a clear and also easy roadmap for them to follow throughout the process. So you don't want them to have to do a lot of second guessing or guess anything. Lay it out, lay it out, and then make sure that it's a pleasant pleasant experience. It's all about what 
piece of the puzzle you play in that story. So you're just a small piece. If someone needs a headshot, your headshot that you have taken for that client is just a small piece of them getting that job. Yeah. So as a result, I went to Belle and she was able to do new headshots for me. And now because of that, I have a new job. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Or because of a picture that Shan had taken, now it's their new business card, picture that's on their business card, or it's their new Facebook profile picture. And they're going to want to share that, especially if they had a great experience with you. Oh, yeah, girl. So, hey, and but wait, guess what? When you have happy clients that have great experience, guess what? They tell people who tell other people that's booking with you, they're going to book. Because if they hear about so-and-so's experience with you, they're going to want the same thing. Absolutely. And likewise, when they have a bad experience, y'all know this. This is common sense to us at this point. We're adults. When people have bad experience, they will share the bad news. So if there is somewhat of a problem in your business or if you've had an in, you know, an instance with the client where something went wrong, figure it out. Solve the problem. Fix it. And then, you know, continue having better customer service. It almost, it almost makes me think about when you go to the store, right? And Walmart got something on sale. What you going to do? Call Big Mama. Hey, Big Mama, guess what? Walmart got so-and-so on sale. But I want to get one free. Come on down here and get you some. You want me to get you some? Girl, you talk so fast. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. If something is on sale or if there's something that is going to um, make the client experience for whatever that brand is, of value, then they're going to go and tell someone or they're going to go and post it about mm-hmm. what they just got. And mm-hmm. why can't that be the same thing about your photography business or your business in general? Yeah, absolutely. So we hope you guys learned some lessons from today's episode. And we hope that you are thinking through on all of these aspects, how your clients experience you, as well as the expectations that you set for them, as well as have for yourself. So next week, we're going to get a bit more technical with you guys, and we're going to talk about the elements of shooting indoors versus outdoors. So tune in next week, and until next time, bye. See ya.